0: Welcome to another fortune-telling and batflex supporting issue of Geek Speak Sidekick, your number one companion to Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and TV series, Geek Speak Live. I'm your host, the geek of all trades, Steve Muller.
1: And I'm a genuine
0: Batman fan,
1: Brendan. Oh, <laughs> them fighting words, son. It is.
0: Uh, because th- this is coming out of the whole Batfleck thing within the last week. Because True, we
1: recorded so quickly last week... That all the trolls were still in their basements. Just... What,
0: what, like two, three hours after the news had broke, we recorded. Yes, but by the time Todd and Wade recorded Geek Speak Live, <laughs> oh, they'd come out of their yeah, caves with sh- their pitchforks shitstorm. and their fire and yeah, I <sighs> that was just mental. Seriously, like Todd said it in Geek Speak Live, but pull your heads out of your asses. Very get true. off your pedestals. There was actually a petition to the White House, Mate. to we the people, petitioning President Obama to remove Ben Affleck It's as hard Batman. not to say Batfleck, Batfleck <laughs> yeah. Mate, it, it, I'm it's honest. Like, like,
1: who the fuck petitions the president? They, I, they removed it. Uh, yeah, well, good. I am, without doubt, and you're not going to argue this, I am the biggest Batman fan that I know. You still need a tat. <laughs> you will. I was... ...embarrassed mm. and offended. You Now
0: you know how I feel with Transformers, especially live-action movie news with Michael Bay doing this... ...and, yeah. oh, you've raped my childhood, and, you know, th- this is what I have to put
1: up with all the time. So you're getting just a taste of what mm. I deal with. The thing is, though, and I've said this on a couple of, you know, internet things over the week... ...I just don't... The thing I really don't understand is people are throwing out all these examples of what, when this has happened before... I'm going to throw a couple of names at you, and you will agree on all of them. Mm-hmm. Michael Keaton. Rocked there was it. a firestorm back in '88 when and he passed. They was didn't cast. have the internet. No, there was all handwritten letters. At least they took the time and sat back, and you know it took a couple of days yeah. to do their things. It wasn't was just instant not, on not a computer. Not just a quick little tweet. No, Um and Heath he dropped it. Heath Ledger also rocked it. The one won that, an Oscar for it. The one that people have not been mentioning. Well, there's two actually. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway's yeah, one it's of them. That woman, mate. Cast your mind back to 2005, mm. when a little-known British actor who hadn't been in a lot of things mm. was cast as James Bond. Daniel Craig. Do you remember the shitstorm that hit the no, internet? Not as much as you would. Oh, mate! It was phenomenal because the main criticism was he was blonde. Yeah Oh, oh that's right you can't have a blonde-haired blue-eyed James There was Bond. a website because of course this was Facebook and stuff weren't a thing back then either MySpace yeah. kind of was but you know nah. there was a there was a website called craignotbond.com and it had like thousands and thousands of supporters that man I do I know so many people who had never watched a Bond movie in their life who are now Bond fans mm, because, because of, of Daniel, Craig. Um, Daniel Craig Casino Royale was Critically acclaimed and made so much money. Fucking Skyfall made a billion dollars last year. Skyfall
0: was a billion dollars. Honestly, one of my favorite Bond films.
1: And this guy copped the same shit for a year or more. The yeah, Ben Affleck just, has been copping like I said, for they're a just week. He's got
0: to pull their heads out of their asses, get, put down the keyboard. You know, you're just hiding behind shit. Yeah. It, it, it was, it's a good casting choice in my opinion. Yes, you can disagree with me, but you didn't see me flaming the internet going,
1: Oh, leave Ben Affleck alone!
0: <laughs> you
1: whinging bitches. Just get over it, honestly. Yeah. There's one point I wanted to make before we move off the Batfleck theme, because yeah. it's been everywhere this week. So We, we don't won't to... talk too much about it. No. no. The one thing that I have, it's, it's a concern that I have, and it's not about Ben Affleck's ability. It's about my ability. This is something I thought of the other day, and I wanted to bring it up on the podcast. Every single actor Mm. that has ever played Batman on the big screen, for me, the first thing that I've ever seen them in is as Batman on the big screen. You already have a history of knowing. Yeah, this is the thing. See, Michael Keaton. I was only five. I'd never seen him in anything else.
0: we We were too young for Mr. Mum, really. Yeah,
1: and Beetlejuice I hadn't seen yet. Val Kilmer. I mean, yes, I'd seen Willow years before, but I was still only For me, young. Yep, Batman I didn't, Forever was the first thing. I didn't register that. Oh, that's the guy out of Willow. George Clooney will just completely disregard. Well, but the thing is, too, George Clooney wasn't Hollywood George Clooney. He'd only I, the only thing I'd seen him. He was ER him, George Clooney, and the only thing I'd ever seen him in was when he whatever doc I can't remember the doctor's name, but he was not ER. He did a cameo on Friends. I had seen him in Friends. That was the only thing I knew George Clooney from. Christopher, ah, not Christopher, and and Christian Bale. Christian Bale. I know he'd been in things before, but he again, it wasn't mega Hollywood star Christian Bale.
0: Rain of Fire.
1: I hadn't seen those things yet. Mm. The first thing I saw him in was Batman Begins. Daniel Craig when he was cast as James Bond, I avoided intentionally. I rented Layer Cake, and then I put it down and didn't watch it because my fear was, what if this guy is shit? Yeah. I didn't want to have any preconceived notions going into the Whereas film. Whereas we have a big history ben Affleck, with Ben Affleck. I have a big history of... And the thing is, it's kind of really working against me. When you say Ben Affleck, the first thing I think of is him in all the Kevin Smith movies. And then I start to laugh. Well, see, I, I watched uh, Daredevil, director's cut again
0: the other night. Yeah, which I, I still haven't it, the, seen. The, the night that, that we him. recorded, I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch this. And I reiterate, an amazing comic book film and... He fucking rocked it, and he will do the same in Batman. So, off your high horses, but moving away from Batman, a little something happened in the last couple of days that uh, has given me quite a big head. Yes. We're just going to go back. This is is Wade last week in uh, Geek Speak Live. I'm I'm throwing it out there, because stuff we say on Geek Speak Live tends to come true.
1: See? See what happened there, folks? Yeah, And yeah. now we'll go back to... Remember when we did those giant-sized issues of Geek Speak Sidekick, Steve? Back in about July. July. yeah, yeah. Um, let's go back in time once again to something you said on that podcast.
0: Mark that down. Steve, the geek of all trades, <laughs> on the, as we record this, 28th of... What is it? What July? Month is it? July, 2013. About quarter to six. I'm going on the record and saying, Jarvis will be Ultron. That's
1: right, bitches! I called it! <laughs> you did. Jarvis is the day, Ultron. One of the, it was, what, a week after it was announced? Because it was our first podcast? I was, I was picking that. at the
0: day that they were calling it all. As soon as they mentioned Hank Pym is not involved, it's from someone in the universe, I was like, Jarvis becomes Ultron. Yeah. It was. I was right there, and as Wade said, when we say things on GeekSpeak Live, or GeekSpeak Sidekick for that matter...
1: It comes true. So I'm putting it out there now in one of the future solo Batman films that will yeah. be written, directed and starring by, in, sorry, by Ben Affleck. Yep, yep. Who everyone will love as yep. Batman. Yeah, um, because we're saying it now. Yeah, um, they, they're going to call me up. They're going to listen to this show. They go, fuck, that guy knows what he's talking about when it comes to Batman. Mm-hmm. I still look pretty young. I'm going to get the call up as Robin. And you know what? I'm going to get the call
0: up as Batgirl recording, <laughs> there you go no it won't be me it'll be Julie I McNiven say, you'll have again to... I'm going on the yeah, record Julie McNiven, McNiven Julie
1: McNiven Julie McNiven now we're recording this today yep another Geek Speak Sidekick recording another huge casting announcement because this came
0: out the other day that yes it is Jarvis will become Ultron or be Ultron everyone's like well <clears> is it going <throat> to be Paul Bettany <clears throat> is he going to come back they're kind of playing a bit coy with it now but then just this morning yes they've announced who is playing Ultron
1: yes Get ready, trolls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man your fucking <laughs> computer keyboards. Man your keyboards. Uh, it's uh, Hades. Hades? From Hercules. No, that was... It's that was James, James Spader. That was... Um... It wasn't James Spader. Did Hades? No, Hades
0: was... Uh, what's his name? It was James Woods. Oh, that's right. You're fucking idiot. I always get those two confused. <laughs> James, James Spader. James James
1: Spader. I always get those two confused. Well, it's not James Woods. Because James Woods... It's James Spader. James Woods' voice would be great. Because he,
0: he was in um, Final Fantasy, Spirits Within. Yeah. He did a voice in that. Uh, but no, 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 no. James Spader from Stargate, Boston Legal. Um, oh, God, going back to some of John Hughes' films. Which one was oh. he in? Pretty in Pink? Was it, oh, was it, was shit, it Pretty I in remember. Pink? Or... Anywho, he's out. been cast as Ultron, so I don't know what's happening with Paul Bettany. Mm, I love Paul Bettany. I reckon he's a great actor. But you heard it here. I called it Jarvis' Ultron, so suck it! <laughs> God, we, we seriously need to start making more Hollywood decisions because if we say them on this show or mm. Geek Speak Live and it comes true,
1: we have the power. I'm still waiting for Wade to um, give Kevin Smith a blowy so, yeah. we, can, so we can get on to us. He keeps talking about us. it. Yeah, he needs well... to step,
0: step up your game, Wade. And actually, while I'm having a go at you and we're talking about Kevin Smith... <laughs> now, listeners, you would know that I never... In last issue said I did not like Maul Rats
1: In fact I think you said You loved Maul I said
0: I loved it I said it was the only thing I never initially liked Ben Affleck in Yes Because when I saw it When it came out It was the first thing I'd seen Ben Affleck in I And his was, character Was such a douche It was the first thing I saw him in It too. was easy to hate he, him He was a fuckhead I love Mallrats. It yes. is one of my favourite films of all time. Todd, I will happily sit in that chair and watch it over and over <laughs> in a clockwork, clockwork orange, orange style, style with my eyes pinned open. Because that movie is the shiznit. It is. And it got me thinking, let's do a bit S- sorry. of a... Snoop Lions yeah. just coming in. <laughs> <out. laughs> it got me thinking, we could do a Geek Speak review of Mallrats. Geek yeah. Speak Sidekick. I'd but be I got to that. thinking... To me, it's a comic book film, and I'm going to come back to Mallrats as to why I love it so much, but we'll do a few more before it. Films that weren't based on comic books, but have some sort of comic book feel to them, or they are related to comic books. Yeah. Um, so, we're just going to list off a few great f- films. We're not going to give it a top five or a top ten because I honestly couldn't rate them in any order because I love
1: them. Well, while we're talking about Kevin Smith, you've obviously got Chasing Amy. You've got Chasing Amy, and who, then, again,
0: Ben Affleck, uh, yeah. Jason Lee, and Joey Lauren Adams. And uh, also they write. Uh, that, that was when they wrote, wrote but, um, Blunt Man and Blunt Chronic, and Chronic yeah. It?
1: And then that also leads into Jay Insolent Bob Strike Back, which is yeah, actually kind quite of a fitting. Before. Given what has happened this week with internet trolls and people's reactions to, yep. to movies being made,
0: um, movies like Hancock, Hancock uh, with Will Smith, which it's awesome Charlie seeing the deleted the scenes, like when he's having a bit of a getting lucky, <laughs> and he has to throw the woman off him as he finishes, if we will. <laughs> they can't sh- see you. They can't see you doing. Oh, the, they can't the, see me doing my finger. The finger commas. <laughs> Finger quotes. He shoots his load through the roof of his um, caravan. Seen that. Deleted scene. That it's that whole thing. It's hilarious. like, what happens when Cryptonite Superman Condon ejaculates? To it's, yeah. um, um, great film. Highly underrated. Was meant to be a lot more adult than it was. Mm. Um,
1: it actually suffered because it came out at the same time as The Dark Knight, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, Chronicle. Chronicle, yes. Which, which was the... It's got... like a found What's his time? name?
0: Dane DeHaan. Dean DeHane. He's the kid... He's obviously in Chronicle. He was in Place Beyond the Pines. Mm -hmm. He's coming up as Harry Osborne in Amazing Amazing Spider-Man 2. He's He's coming up in the Metallica IMAX film, which Mm -hmm. puts together their concert footage and this surreal... Basically, he plays a roadie who has an accident while he's trying to run an errand. Okay. And it becomes this whole world of Metallica music. Looks fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. Anywho, digress. Chronicle. He'd um, him and a couple of others discovered an artifact, gained superpowers. Mm-hmm. Is that but, the
1: one that has the found footage, or am I thinking of? Uh, what's the one that has like the found I footage. Can't, right? It was
0: shot in that um, handheld the one documentary yeah, style. The one I'm where thinking of was directed
1: by. Um, oh Christ! I've had Adam Metal Blank guy who's going to direct new Star Wars. Oh J.J. Abrams. No, that was yeah, Super Eight. That's the one I was thinking. But of.
0: that, that t- same type of style where it's like it's it's filmed. Like Blair Witch Project yeah. is the, probably the best example and where the they're the... One. Oh, what was the one Cloverfield. that... Cloverfield. Cloverfield. Yeah. Which everyone says that that monster was actually a pre um one of the scouts from Pacific Rim. Okay. Look it up, guys. I believe it.
1: <laughs> uh, some other great comic book films.
0: Uh, there was Super. Super. That was uh, Rain Page. Wilson, Ellen, Ellen, Page. Ellen Page, Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler
1: was in that one. There's also the Australian one with Ryan Quanton, uh, Griff the Invisible. Still need to see that. Type isn't that one either. Grace, who gets this, she gets name dropped a lot on this show because we love she, you, Grace. She, we love you, darling. Um, she loves that film. She reckons mm, it's fantastic. Need to see it. Yeah. All superheroes must
0: die by Jason Trost, who we got to speak with at Gold Coast Supernova, yeah, and just, also starred Lucas Till from the X Men yes, franchise. Just a
1: little piece of uh, uh, James Raymar as well.
0: James Raymar. Raymar. Oh, I love
1: James just a little piece of information on that one. Yeah, um, Yeah. the 18th of September, so not too far away. Yeah. That's getting a DVD and Blu- Blu-ray release here in Australia. Oh, about time. I can't wait to see it. I, particularly after seeing and speaking to Jason Trost about it, I've wanted to see it ever since, and I can't I can't wait to see it. It looks wonderful. I phenomenal. wanted to see his other one. Was it Dance Dance
0: Revolution? Or it was based on the Dance Dance game, but it's some, like, warring faction type stuff. Anywho, going back to... The film we were originally talking about, Mallrats. Now I'm going to explain why I love this film so much. Growing up where I did, yes. going to the schools that I went to, yes, it was hard to like comic books.
1: I will I will agree with you there. Because For the ridiculing,
0: the bullying. You, I had to hide well, my comic books. was a time income. where
1: comic books weren't really a thing. No. Um, like it where an, we grew up It at wasn't that until stage... I lived, uh, moved out of there when I was 21 moved to a different place. Where we grew up at that stage, they didn't even have a comic shop. No. It had closed down a long oh, time ago. Oh, there was
0: one um, up the road uh, on Russell Street in Toowoomba. I forgot. That was... Macy's
1: Book Exchange. No, had... no, 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 no. Um, top was... of the Range Comics. Top of the Range Comics. But it, by the time we were in high school, it had sort of gone as yeah, well. Yeah, because
0: I, I think I was going there when I was about year seven. Yeah,
1: I was the same. Getting the Batman adventures. And so
0: it wasn't until I moved away that like my geekdom, you know, my collecting comics, collecting Transformers was really allowed to come to the fore. But yep. when a movie like Mallrats came out... And I used to rent movies all the time. I'd go to the movies by myself at the cinema. Loved it. Mm-hmm. I saw Mallrats when it first came out. And it showed me that comic books were cool. Yes. Because you had... Yeah, it wasn't so much focused on comic books. But when you've got Jason Lee's character... Had the exact same X-Men poster on his wall... That I had on my bedroom wall... Oh, shit. I was like, yes. This is awesome. So it showed me that being a geek was cool. Plus... It had fucking Stan Lee in it. It did. And I so, so, like, hear me as a Marvel collector. Back then, I wasn't into DC. As a Marvel collector, seeing that X-Men poster and then seeing Stan Lee and they're talking about the sexual logistics of the thing and Mr. Fantastic and everything. Yeah. I I fell in love. I have lost count of how many times I've seen Mallrats. So, a pox, I say, on Todd and Wade for not listening. So... Going on the record, Geek Speak Sidekick, Steve Muller, Geek of All Trades rating for Mallrats out of five. That is a five out of five film. Because that is what got me into Kevin Smith films. It's what showed me that to be a geek was okay and it was cool. I shouldn't need to hide that.
1: And it's just a damn good film. Actually, I'm going to call out them for something else. Chocolate covered pretzel? (laughs) No. I'm going to call them out for something as well. With the uh, Geeky Awards last week. Yes. Well, there'd been a bit of correspondence back and forth between myself and the boys and everything about, you know... We're not going
0: to use this whole episode to call out the boys, we just think it's funny.
1: No, but earlier this week, when we were, you know, when we were talking about the Geekies Awards all last week, they forgot to mention one little fucking tidbit of information that happened at the Geekies... That a certain somebody said in their speech, yeah, Stan Lee, his acceptance speech to his uh, what was it, an honorary uh, um, lifetime achievement lifetime award, achievement award, actually mentioned us. Geek See, speech. I thought I heard it because I was watching his speech.
0: I thought I heard it, but I was like, "Was he saying could listen to geeks all day?" No, it was. Geek he speak. said,
1: "Geeks speak." Now, I didn't find out about that till a week later, and when I found out, I lost my shit. Stan Lee said. And I quote: "You could listen to geeks speak all day long and never tire." Thank you,
0: Stan Lee. Another reason why I want your man babies. But no, despite how old, nobody had told me is. that.
1: I love. Nobody had told me. A week later, I found out about. Well, like it.
0: I said, I, I, I couldn't I believe it. I was watching it, and the live stream was playing up a bit. So, <laughs> oh, so I thought you he didn't said, tell
1: me either. I'm calling you out as well because
0: <laughs> the live stream was playing up, and I thought he said I could listen to geeks. ...all day, or I could listen to geeks speak all day. Like, he could just listen to people ramble. Yeah. But going back and listening to it... No, he said, I could listen to geek speak all day and never tire. So... so thank you, Stanley.
1: You're a legend among men. You are. Now, uh, moving along... Yes, you told me something the other day that you'd seen... ...that reminded me of my childhood. Yes! I was
0: really surprised by this. Emily and I were in a bookstore trying to find some stuff... ...and mm-hmm. I came across a little section... Where I was quite blown away.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Golden books. Golden books. I had now, hundreds of them as a child.
1: Pu- children do. You've got all your Disney characters. So I remember like the Sesame Street Muppet characters yeah, were very got, big with them.
0: You've got uh, original
1: stories. Like Pokey Little puppy, Like That's probably one of their most famous yeah, ones. Yeah, there was yeah. a
0: little train that did something. Some steam train or something. Yeah. But I was surprised. And I was also surprised to find out after how long they've been out. Mm-hmm. Marvel and DC... Golden books. Yes. Avengers, uh, Superman, they, Batman, Green Lantern, Justice League. I have seen ones. have you seen Lantern, I seen yeah. ones. I've yeah. ever seen the Marvel I, I, I looked them up to see how long they had been out. It looks like they were published <laughs> in even 2012, maybe even 2011. Okay. Spider-Man's in there. Yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck? Seriously,
1: golden books. Kids today have it so much better than we do. I know!
0: <laughs> this is going back to rats. Like, I didn't have this growing up. No. Like... I have thought if I have kids one day and I would like kids and, mm-hmm. you know, you're a married man, yes. I can't imagine it's
1: going to be... It's going to be hard for you and I to have kids, or like, no. could you imagine how beautiful they'd be? <laughs> and how geeky they would be? Oh my god. No, that, that'd that spite us and be like football
0: playing jocks that love cars. But like, I was, I was really surprised because yeah, they, having worked in childcare as well, I never yeah. saw this, that they're getting this at such a young age. Like, I would like to sit down with my kids and read them a comic, Mm -hmm. but I don't think a a three-year-old's going to appreciate the Sinestro Corps war from Green Lantern. (laughs) No. So, to be the kids immersed in this culture Mm. at such a young age, like, I will be, when I have kids, I will be getting them these books, because I'm like, they're golden books, so, awesome. Yep.
1: But, there's Spider-Man in them! Yeah, I know. I totally agree. I think it's fantastic. So I was really
0: surprised, not only to find them, but also that they'd been out for quite a while and I'd never heard of them.
1: Yeah. And I mean, DC also put out that like, that range of like young readers. Th- like, they, the, they all the sort do of, it like... like They're kind of little graphic novels. Mar- and Marvel little, have their like, Marvel Heroes, novels.
0: the chibi type things. Transformers do it with uh, Transformers Rescue Bots. Like They aim it at their... It's like their
1: play school generation. Yeah. But, yeah... I want to get these books for myself. <laughs> I've actually got... I will admit, I have some of the, the kitty Batman ones, just to have for the collection. Yeah. Yeah. Just They're just on my shelf. Look, I checked out a
0: show the other night that we spoke about we, yes, on I've a about episode... Oh, God, um a long time uh, ago. The, um, Was it Geek Speak Live? I think we mentioned on Geek Speak Live, we mentioned on an issue of Geek Speak Sidekick, Heroes of Cosplay, new sci-fi channel show...
1: Focuses on
0: these established like uh, cosplays. That's right, because around. the
1: reviews and stuff were coming out were backing the negative stereotypes. Mm. Yes, associated with people that do cosplay. Oh, I... Look, I was really looking forward to this. They aired it after Face Off.
0: If you haven't heard of Face Off, it's the one. It's a reality show where um, special effects makeup people It does not involve Nicolas Cage. No, <laughs> special effects people battle it <laughs> out to um basically win a hundred thousand dollars a car. Honestly, a silly prize. They get to go and tour something or they get to be a guest lecturer. I would honestly think they should get a job on a movie. Yeah. Because some of the special effects makeup that comes out of this is insane. I love that show mm-hmm. because they focus on the quality of the work. That It's a reality show. They're all in a house and everything. They barely ever show the house. They'll show them like leave there one morning. That's it. It's a reality show I like because it focuses on the skills of people. Yeah. I'll admit, I like Project Runway. Watching someone make a big outfit out of nothing, like out of garbage materials in the span of eight hours. Okay. A lot better than some show like fucking America's Next Top Model or something like that where it's like, oh, you win because you're pretty. (laughs) I was expecting that with Heroes of Cosplay. Kind of like face-off, you know... From the description, if you go back and listen to the previous um, I know Wade spoke about
1: it a long time ago. It sounds like it takes
0: all these cosplayers, they get given an amount of time to make costumes based on fantasy, Mm sci-fi, games, all this sort of stuff, for cash prizes. Yep. It's not. Six-episode docuseries, which follows these people as they do a convention circuit. Okay. The first episode had them start at Wizard... um, WizardCon, Wizard World, what are the little... Oh, I can't remember. The one, it's in Portland. Yep. Uh, Yaya Hun, famous cosplayer, she's a judge. So they follow her as well, because she's got to dress up for it, and she's got to show people how it's done. Yep. But it just follows these other people as they make their outfits to go in the cosplay competition at the con. Yeah. Kind of like, you know,
1: here with Supernova, they have the cosplay competition.
0: Yeah. It's just that. Sort of like so that comic, Sort of in... like
1: Comic Con, the movie. How there's a section yeah. of that that focuses on just, the cosplay. That's all it was. And two of these girls. Oh god, I want to punch them. They are. <laughs> we the don't mo- condone that sort of thing. On <laughs> no, I no, we don't. Unless I of just, course it's well, Miley Cyrus. I want to Cyrus. punch my
0: TV. Yes, again, thank you, Miley Cyrus, for taking the heat off Ben Affleck this <laughs> yeah, week. But you skank. Moving back, <laughs> moving back. They're just annoying. And the worst thing is because it's it's so you can tell it's so scripted. Oh, okay. They're filming this stuff after the <laughs> kind competition. Of like in the game. <laughs> yeah, they're filming this stuff after the competition. Like, yeah, I'm, um, you know, we're only three hours away from the competition, and oh, it's hard, and you're a bitch, and go pee in a jar. Yes, there is actually talk of pee in a jar when one of these girls loses her mind. I just wanted to just turn it off. Yeah, like I. The problem is the quality of work is really cool, seeing the other cosplayers. See, es- I'd get a kick especially, out of that. Especially seeing other cosplayers who they aren't focusing on the series beat them in the that, competition. That would be cool. Like, I'm, I'd be keen to see the costumes. I-, I was expecting something like Face Off, Project Runway, where they're given you know a couple of days to create an outfit, they show it to judges, somebody wins, and at the end, somebody wins an awesome prize. It's not that. Okay. I was disappointed. Uh. The people that they showcase really... ...are annoying... Yeah... ...but... ...the work that gets put out... ...and seeing other cosplayers... ...like the guy who won... ...in that episode... ...spoiler... ...he did Galactus... Oh okay... ...it looked insane... ...he even had like a little... ...silver surfer... ...coming oh, off his shit. shoulder... ...it was cool... ...that's what I want to see... ...I don't want to see yeah. this... ...petty scripted reality bullshit... ...I just want to see some... ...awesome work... ...so... ...you know... ...heroes of cosplay... ...Geeks Beat Sidekick... ...rating out of five... Right now, I'm giving it about a two and a half. Okay. It's only got six episodes. Hopefully, it picks up. But honestly, there's these two girls; they're a team.
1: I just want to strangle them. Mm, okay. Yeah. I I I can't comment. Not condoning violence against women. I he'd say the same thing if it was men. Actually, Christ, how many times have you would, that... How many times have you threatened violence to James Tobin? Oh, um, but he yeah, he really deserves it. <laughs> um, I, I haven't seen it, so I can't comment obviously. But it it was something that I wanted to check out. Um, I might watch it uh, um, eventually to just to check out the costumes, but yeah. try and maybe skip through all the but bullshit. But if you're wanting to see
0: an awesome reality
1: show that focuses on Face geeky off? stuff, watch
0: Face Off. It's okay. now into, I think it's season five, oh, maybe wow. six.
1: Shit. It's been going we, a while then. We
0: started watching it from season four. We've got to go back and get the rest of it. Okay. Um, but season the latest season only just started. And are they Se- short season- seasons as well? Uh can be about 8 to 13 yeah, okay. episodes. The last season we watched, Nicholas Scott was in it. Oh, cool. Jim Lee. They did a thing for Comic-Con. Um, they got the DC guys in. DC artists uh, helped design their costumes. They made them, and the winner would actually get... The character would be shown in a DC in a comic. comic. Oh, wow. I forgot what issue it is, but I think it might be Justice League Dark, mm-hmm. issue 16 rings a bell. Okay. Uh, it's this kind of magma character Oh wow So you get um, The last one, Last night's episode That we watched mm-hmm. The I think it's the second episode Of the new season mm-hmm. uh, Is it James Grievous? David Grievous? He's the guy who wrote Underworld He was in Underworld He's been in a heap of movies He did the voice of Black Beetle In oh. Young Justice Yeah Seriously <laughs> Bonus Every time this guy talks what, Really? I oh, His voice it's so deep. Like, I love Kevin Michael Richardson. It's like Kevin Michael Richardson and Michael Clark Duncan's voices had sex <laughs> and had a baby, and that is Grievous's
1: voice. Wow. Um, before you... Grievous. Grievous? Before we uh, move along too far, uh, talking about DC creative team, you were telling me something before we started recording this show that you didn't finish telling me about that involved somebody that we met again at the Gold Coast Supernova who I loved Gail Simone Batgirl writer
0: Just quickly Fill me in That thing came out the other day It was on her Tumblr Not only does she write superheroes She is a superhero Yeah I believe that having met um, her I won't go into too much detail I can't remember the, It was a very lengthy post Okay Gist of it is She was at her son's college mm-hmm. She was waiting for him Kind of late at night Saw two people rolling around the grass Thought oh young love <laughs> No guy was attacking her Oh really Beating her Came out after that, basically, that broken up. He'd slept with other people. She'd slept with other people. He didn't like that she'd slept with other people. Started beating on her.
1: Oh, Gail that, Simone fair.
0: put herself... like she. This girl came running toward her screaming, help me, help me. She put herself in front of this man. Wow. Two other people joined her. Her son and this other guy. Yeah. Both of them... The other guy is like a black belt in something. <laughs> Her son is a martial arts um he he knows martial arts i'll give it that yeah so the, the two best people that could be put between this guy he starts kind of apologizing trying to do all this they've rung security they've rung the cops it took security like forty five minutes to turn up there and then they just sat in their car looking at them they didn't do anything. Mm. cops took like an hour. Fuck them. You know, like, th- this is what happens when a girl gets attacked. But I'm moving away from the main point. Gail Simone, writer of superheroes and superhero herself. Gail.
1: You are my, a legend. My, I tip hats my hat off the to you. Kicks, take the hats we off met you,
0: Gail. you at Gold Coast Supernova. You You're an amazing it. person. And to know that you have done something like that, I just. I was in awe. Like, yeah. that, that. She did that. So. Look, it's about time to wrap it up. But, um. A psychic okay. sizzle until next issue. Yeah. I picked up Changing Ways the other day. Yes. Justin Randall's Australian comic that was featured on Comic Book Heroes. hmm I picked it up for Emily. Both books. Thank you to Paul and Shay at Ace Comics for helping me out on that one. Ace Comics in the city, but also in Emily. Yes. But I saw them in the city. I'll be doing a Geek Speak Psychic review of that once Emily has put it down. Because she is literally reading every single word. There is. The whole cover. Everything. Like, even the, like, copyright material. Oh, shit. It's ridiculous. So she's really into it. But it's really cool because, I'll go into it in more detail next issue. Yeah. There's extra content to it. Oh, there, cool. there was this website address. She goes, I wonder what happens if I go to this website. Extra content. <laughs> so, again, tip my hat to you, Mr. Randall. But I will be giving a Geek Speak Psychic review of that next issue. And we'll also be uh,
1: giving a bit of a rap to Zix.
0: Yes, after um, Zix this weekend starts tonight, Yes, runs through to Sunday, we're heading along Sunday to see Zach Zach Cameron-Smith, Paul Mason, we're going to check out some of the workshops and panels, we're going to be among the people, and check out some great zine and indie comics at the Zine and Indie Comics Symposium, Mm -hmm. so next issue I'll have a Zix wrap up.
1: Yes, I'm looking forward
0: to that, I'm really pissed off I couldn't make it. Yeah, somebody has to bring home the bacon to Steve. Yes. And the money. Well, yeah. Mainly, I want bacon. Yeah. Yeah. I I
1: pay you in bacon.
0: But that's all we have time for. Uh, Until next issue, be sure to check out all the videos on youtube.com forward slash Geekspeak Australia. Aquaman went up this week. It did. It was a good video. Blondehead and blue eyed and regal. Is he Aquaman Square? Told you last issue, that would make sense. Hit subscribe. You know, we've got a lot of videos coming out. They're going to come straight to you. Follow us on Twitter, at GeekSpeakAU. Check out anything and everything else at facebook.com forward slash GeekSpeakTV. Until then, I'm your
1: host, the Geek of All Trades, Steve Muller. And I am genuine Batman fan, Brendan. Geek out!